All the talking has to stop, and the players simply have to turn up. It comes down to what the team does, and uh, you know, if the team's behind you and they're playing well, you can play well too. Tries a good pass out front, there's loads of Blaze players in front, it's Wood! And Dustin Wood scores on his home debut for the Coventry Blaze. The point damage winds up, fires, it's Shea Guthrie! Score, Shea Guthrie! There's full jump, coming the other way. Finds Owen with a good pass, Greg Owen. Hangs on! Oh, that is a delicious goal! Fantastic! It's Owen Fussy who's put it in! Hello everybody and welcome to a much more optimistic Blaze Roundtable. This week we talked to Davy Phillips about his slumping form and how he plans to get out of it. Player of the month Owen Fussy gets a little bit too modest. Shay Gosfee talks about life in the middle and life with line mate Mike McLean. And we talk about a massive month ahead for the Coventry Blaze. Hello everybody, welcome to the Coventry Blaze Roundtable. It's Tuesday afternoon here. On a kind of a very sunny day, even though it's uh, October, a little bit chilly. Um, but hopefully we've got a show that's going to bring a little bit of warmth to uh, Coventry Blaze fans. Like Paul said in the intro, it's an optimistic one this week. Although, considering the uh, well, the, four, the next four games the Blaze have, it's kind of hard to believe. But we, you know, we spoke to the players after uh, the whole game. And you're going to hear from them in a minute. And the general consensus is that things are looking up in the Coventry Blaze camp. And obviously those who made their way to the Sky Dome or watched us on the webcast on Sunday um, or even travelled up to Brayhead on Saturday for those uh, brave handful that did would have seen new defenceman Dustin Wood. And I don't think we've spoke to anybody who hasn't been massively impressed by him, Paul. We haven't. He looked pure class. Uh, I, can't, I can't really say... Uh, it played other than that. We were very praiseworthy of him on the webcast. All the players we spoke to this week, I had to uh, cut a lot of the interview because they were all saying the same thing. When uh, Ed asked them about new player Dustin Wood, they were all saying he was a fantastic addition on the back end and he was strong and he was a steadying influence. And he was paired with Davy Phillips. And uh, we said beforehand that would be uh, an interesting thing. What did, did you think that worked out okay, Ed? Yeah, um... I mean, on the Brayhead game, after speaking to Tomo, he said that that was possibly Davy's best game of the year. Um, you know, Davy's confidence is at an all-time low right now. We, I spoke to him about this, and you'll hear from him in a sec. And uh, I was talking to Tomo, and he was kind of mulling over what he was going to do with Dave, because he knows that Dave's a good player. I mean, you don't play in the American Hockey League for two years on the East Coast if if you're not technically able to do so if you've not got that brain you've not got the feet you've not got all the tools Dave does I mean he's a confidence player and he just needs to have that brought out him he didn't have a good start to the season and kind of we, we all got on his back a little bit I think we were a little bit disappointed because a lot of people couldn't understand why we didn't sign an import instead of him and if you just look at his resume if he would had a, a Canadian flag at the bottom of his shirt instead of a Union Jack everyone would be raving about him but we spoke to him about his slump in form and you're now going to hear from the man himself. I know my game's not being the best that I know it can be, so tonight I just tried to keep it simple, not try to do too much out there, and you know keep it basic and just worry about keeping the puck out the net and 
not trying to be too fancy, but you know, it's it's always nice to get a win, and you know, we got we got some goals up, and it was good to kind of kill the game off and not let not let Hull get a sniff back in there. It's must be pretty nice to finally get a win in the Challenge Cup because it's been a bit of a torrid time for you guys in that competition, whereas the league's been quite good. You know, every, every game we play, you know, we treat it the same. You know, whether it's Challenge Cup or a league game, we want to win every game. And uh, there's there's been some games where we, you know, we thought we should have definitely won that we kind of beat ourselves and we've been getting frustrated about it. So, you know, it was nice to have a solid win tonight. It's still, still a lot of things we need, we need to work on, but I think. You know, game by game, we keep improving as a team, and you know, and Dustin coming in, is you know, you can tell right away that he's going to help our team a lot, especially back at the back end. So Davy Phillips there saying that uh, he tried to keep things simple on Sunday, calm things down, and did a good job. I think he uh, improved greatly. Did Davy Phillips? Hopefully, we'll see over the coming weeks in a very tough month for the Bays. We're going to talk about that uh, in a few seconds, but that's Davy Phillips's view. Now moving on. Another player who's a bit under fire is Mike McLean, and uh, we spoke to him last week. Ed apparently needs to apologise to him, because uh, you may have scared the living hell out of him last week. Apparently I did. One of the questions I uh, I asked Mike last week, um, it was after the Belfast game, and Tomo had basically gone into Crosby's and said that he was going to be making some changes. And <laughs> uh, the way I worded the question, I, I think I asked him something along the lines of, you know... Um, as a player, when their jobs and on the line, because Thomas just said he's going to make changes, does that give you guys a kick in the backside, or does it or does it worry you? And I think he thought that I was addressing him directly and not just the situation in general. So he probably doesn't listen to the commentary plays roundtable. I'd be very surprised if he did. But I'd just like to say, Mike McLean, I am sorry. I didn't mean it like that at all. And quite frankly, I think you're doing a blooming good job. Um, yeah, Paul, go on then. You want to talk about Mike McLean? I know. I was a. Uh Going to move on and say another player who's doing a very good job, a player we spoke to, is uh, Shea Guthrie. He was moved to centre at the weekend uh, on a line with McLean. McLean moved to the wing and he was noticeably stronger, Mike McLean, uh, along the boards. And in the corner, Shea Guthrie too, moving to centre. He's not been a player criticised by many Blaze fans this season. Uh, he's been praised for his work. Wait, we spoke to him about what it was like moving from uh, the wing to centre and what it was like uh, trying to help Mike McLean out of uh, his goal-scoring slump. You've been switched, well, for tonight anyway, from the wing to centre. What's it like playing the two different positions? And presumably your speed is an advantage. Um, yeah, I played there last night and tonight. And um, we just, you know, thought it'd give our, uh, give our lineup a little bit different of a look. And, yeah, it allows me to use my speed a little bit more. Um, it's a little more defensive uh, responsibility, but... Um, yeah, I'm enjoying it so far, and we'll, we'll see how how it works every every game. And if you know if it keeps moving along here, then I'll uh, I'll, I'll gladly stay there. But uh, for now, it's just you know it's working out. So yeah. And one final question: um, You and Mike McLean seem to have good chemistry. I believe you guys are roommates. He's doing everything but hitting the net. How are you helping him to get through this? Because dry spells aren't easy for players. Yeah, no, I had a dry spell last year. I didn't score a goal in 20 games, and it's definitely tough on the confidence, but. Uh, the thing he's got to remember is, you know, that he's getting those chances, and eventually they will start going in. He's work. He's been our hardest working player, game in and game out. So, um, yeah, we, we, you know, we just staying, staying, and keeping positive with him, and um, you know, they'll start going in for him. I'm sure of it. And uh, yeah, he's he's not lacking in confidence, anyways. Uh, he knows that he's doing a good job. So you know, hockey really is a mental game, and yeah, you have to be mental to play it. But you know, it, it really is something that you do have to concentrate on. You can't come to the rink 
not being prepared to play a tough game and play your best. And, you know, everyone goes through droughts. I mean, no matter what it is, I mean, if you're a, if you're poker, if you're a poker player, you know, you probably go for a, a few tournaments without a win. Or, you know, if you're a hockey player like, you know, McLean at the minute, I mean, he's going through uh, a time where he's not scoring. And you know what? Muxy on, on Sunday night had one of his best games for us. And he was working the puck in the corners and he made some really good passes. He got some great scoring chances out of it. And um, he got a breakaway, which he was stopped on that breakaway by uh, Boucher in there. And he's doing everything right, man. You know, he's just not tickling the twine. I, do, I feel for him because it must be blooming horrible, especially in a climate where, you know, you've got a guy, a line above you playing your position in Owen Fussy that's, you know, already bagged double figures this season and has just taken player of the month. And, you know, they're very similar players. Fussy's fantastic in the corners. So strong. I mean, he's only—he's not the biggest of guys looking at him. You wouldn't think it, but he can just blitz past defenders with his speed or he can kind of do the um, Jerome Bettis, just barge through them like the bus if he needs to. And, yeah, I, I you know, Owen Fussy for me, I mean, we're going to talk about the big month we've got ahead for a few minutes now. It's going to be, he's going to be huge. He's because he's got to be. I mean, you look at Nottingham, we've got a home on Sunday. I mean, I think five of their players are in the top eight point scorers right now. Guys like Clark, who's on fire. Uh, Beauregard's always going to be up there. You know, you know what Corey Blooming Nielsen does. And then they've got the great supporting cast, guys like Francis and Fox um, that they found. You know, Danny Myers has been injured, but he's going to be, I understand he's going to be back. Harima's looking to come back. You know, you look at this and it's almost like a hydra. You don't really know which head to start with, do you, uh, Paul? It's uh, indeed one player you missed there was Scott Champagne, who's currently the uh, league top scorer, both, uh, I believe, in goals and points. He's tied with Owen Fussy, and uh, we spoke to Owen at the weekend. He got awarded Player of the Month, so we spoke to him about that and what his secret was, in fact, in putting the puck in the net so often. So I'm here with uh, Owen Fussy. Owen, congratulations, mate. Player of the Month award. I feel pretty good. Thank you. Yeah, it feels good, but it's you know, it comes down to what the team does and... Uh, you know, if the team's behind you and they're playing well, you're going to play well too. Last season was a bit frustrating. You ended up on the injury list for quite some time, but you've kind of making up for lost time. Leading goal scorer on the team. What's 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 your secret? Is it the line mates? Is it the tactics? What's suiting you here? I mean, it's a team. It comes down to the team. As I said, you know, you have good players that play around you and you, you work well and you have good chemistry. Then it, it gives everybody his opportunities. So uh, I just go out there and try to work hard each game. And with yeah, last year was frustrating and... Uh, you know, it was hard to watch for, you know, three, four months of the season. But uh, I worked hard over the summer, and I just want to come back and play well for the team. You know, I think he's a little bit modest there. He talks about, you know, oh, it's all my teammates pretty much, blah, 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 blah. Because, you know what, this guy's played in the NHL. Um, he outscored some really top stars currently playing in the NHL during his junior career. Fussy's a great player. He's a big leader. I mean, he wears the assistant captaincy badge for um, uh, away. I think he's away. And... You know he deserves it. He's he's a great player, and <laughs> I'd like him to li maybe just be a little bit more arrogant there and say, yeah, you know, I'm making up for lost time. I'm enjoying scoring goals, and I love putting other teams to the sword, and I love letting my shot go and just sliding one across to Forge every now and then. And yeah, I'd, I'd like him to maybe be a little bit more arrogant, but hell, he's doing a great job. What can I say? He is indeed. And we said uh, at the start, the introduction was a. Uh Call to arms, and we are calling to arms this week. You said uh, the players have been getting stick and the way they reacted to it. Interesting, up in Sheffield, uh, the owner there has said to fin both Finity and the fans, give the players hell. He said if they didn't turn up, then that was the way to do things. But also, uh, this week, Blaze fans have done the same thing. Weaver there, obviously, last week on this show, Jonathan Weaver, Blaze captain, saying, 
the complete opposite to what was said by the, S- the Steelers manager. He said this. You need your home fans and you need you need this place to be a cauldron and, and we feed off them as, as you know, and obviously they feed off us too, but we need them to be in the game and, and, and making noise and, you know, cheering us on. It, it doesn't help anybody when they when they're getting on guys' backs and when they when they're shouting and shouting negative thoughts and you know, you can hear that and you know, it's not gonna help anyone, so just stick with it and, and cheer your team on. And you know what? This kind of thing really intrigues me because it's two psychologically different as um, approaches to teams that are inverted commas struggling because you know the Nottingham game uh, for Sheffield uh, the weekend wasn't really what they needed because they brought so many fans through the door and then they affinity or uh, their owner sorry Tony Smith says oh they didn't show up the fans showed up but they didn't yeah I just think you know when Tony Smith is saying oh yeah we need to give the fans hell I don't think that's a, a good choice of words actually I think it's that's not correct that's, that's not constructive I don't think Paul but I think you're a little bit on the other side of the scale to me in this situation aren't you I am a little bit. I think uh, last week, obviously, I defended the players and I thought it was unfair. And we saw this week that things got a bit better. But now it's a really tough month for the Blaze. There's no question. They're playing Belfast and Nottingham this weekend. They've got Sheffield the weekend after. These are the Now this is the uh, time of the season when all the talking has to stop and the players simply have to turn up, which is why when I... Uh, Design the intro. I tried to design the intro with themes, and this is why I went with the whole call to arms thing at the beginning. Because you can bet if Nottingham come into the Sky Dome on Sunday and win by several goals, uh, that's going to affect the atmosphere around the club because Nottingham are a team we don't like losing to. So I think uh, it'll be interesting to see what the reaction is either way. Conversely, if Blaze do beat Nottingham, it's uh, almost a must-win game because it might start convincing the people who have been knocking the blaze that hang on a minute we have got a good team here and maybe things are turning the corner I think if we can win three out of the next four games Paul I think the fans will be very very much on side and flocking back to the Sky Dome um, in droves indeed well certainly there's a a bit of optimism around the club now people feeling a little better after beating Hull this is the big weekend this blaze fans is the weekend well, if I was if you if they were passing a message to the Blaze players, I think this was the weekend Blaze fans would say, right, this is the point where you get us back on side. This is the point where you prove yourself. If things have changed, this is the weekend you've got to prove it because these are the teams we're going to have to beat to win the title. Either way, we'll be there at the Sky Dome this weekend covering the webcast. Uh, we hope to see you there as well, being loud and proud because, of course, it is the biggest rivalry in British hockey. We'll be there for that one. It's time to finish now on uh, this week's roundtable, I think. We've talked for too long already. So, from me, Paul Wheeler. And from me, Ed Kimberley. Goodbye, even. And we'll see you at the Sky Dome this Sunday. We'll be back here, of course, next Wednesday.